whether you're a professional dancer or just started falling in love with ballet dance, welcome to the Ballet Dance Life podcast. Here, we are diving deep into all facets of ballet dance world that cannot be found in a workshop or an audience seat. Every week, you will find new, honest, thought-provoking, inspiring, and educational conversation with top leading professionals of our industry. I'm your host, Jana Komornitska, and I'm honored that you are part of our dance tribe. This episode is brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, online platform where you can get access to all my teaching materials at once. Hundreds of technique drills, multiple choreographies, themed intensives, full-length courses, everything you can think about. Whether 20 minutes or few hours for practice, you will find a program that will fit not only your schedule, but your mood as well. First seven days are free, so check it out at yanadanceclub.com, link in the show notes. Hello, dear dancers, hello, dear listeners, so welcome to a new episode of the Ballad Dance Life podcast. And today I decided to do something different. We didn't have a, a solo episode for a while, so I missed sometimes just talking to you about different dance-related topics. And the topic of today's episode I chose to be about accountability in our practice, especially when you are doing most part of your practice on your own, which is a reality for many of us. It used to be a huge topic for the last uh, few years with all those lockdowns, etc. But even if now the classes are open, still many people remain having their own personal training on top of uh, trainings with a teacher or group classes uh, or as the main thing. And although we all know that we have to practice on our own, even if you have uh, group classes to attend in your city or neighborhood, we often struggle with accountability. And I also guess that this current topic is on my mind, additionally from personal reason, because for me, coming back from active dance training is still one of my main focus right now since last few months were quite tough uh, physically and emotionally and this roller coaster of emotion is still still happening still till these days but uh, that's why i decided to do a solo mini episode bringing some points that i have been advocating for many many years and am reminding myself right now too and hopefully they will be useful for you so Let's talk about accountability in our training. Since we very often make those grand plans, since Monday I will start doing this, this, and this, and this, but uh, very often fail on showing up and performing them. Or sometimes we do show up, but we don't put 100% of our energy in the task. And in terms of dance training, we kind of just drag in through the session, sort of like, yeah, we are dancing, but we also know that we are not really giving all that energy that we supposed to invest in our training. Especially when we are talking about practicing on our own. So how to be more accountable and stop finding those excuses of being too busy, too tired, or simply postponing for later. Tip number one. Try to schedule your dance training earlier in the day when you have first more energy 
and also early in a week. So it's not left till the last moment, which often transfers to the next week. So maybe you're someone who is not necessarily planning or aiming to practice every day. You just want to have like two, three sessions during the week on your own at home, or if you have access to some studio, maybe outdoor space. But great tip to try to make sure that it's happening. It's actually trying to put them earlier in the week. So even if, for instance, something happened and you couldn't do that day, whatever plan training, you still have extra days to reschedule and put them. On the contrary, if you just put everything for the last minutes and something unexpected happens, which it is live and it is often happening, then those trainings, those plans will be postponed for next week again. So you will be skipping or missing out the opportunity to do it in the week. So it's one of the rules that if you want something to be done, start with it. But it is especially important while you're developing a new habit of consistent practice or you really know you need to boost up your accountability in practice. That's really helping. So early in the week and preferably early in the day. So again, nothing else gets on your way. And you have possibly more energy and more, not only physical energy, but emotional energy too, to go through training with the full commitment. Next one, use online resources. You know, I'm a huge fan of using modern technologies to our advantage and using online classes allows you also to focus not only on the studying, but instead of trying to be your own teacher and decide what to do next, you delegate those tasks to someone else. And this is huge, especially when you are really lost and you don't know what to do and you finally carve time to practice, but instead of spending time and trying to decide what to do, you can just plug in some kind of classes, structure it, whatever you need to do. It doesn't need to be one resource or one teacher. It can be a combination, but you follow through. So your only decision is to choose which exact class, which you should do in advance. Not at the moment that, okay, now I'm practicing and like, what should I be practicing? No, you know it in advance and all you need to do is get up and press play. And then you're simply following and focusing on quality of your movement, of quality of your energy that you invest into dancing, into training. But the decision-making point, it's done by someone else, which is a great solution, especially if you're not yet professional dancer or teacher because being at the same time student and your own teacher it's uh, it's quite tricky it's trickier than it than it sounds and even when you're professional like I personally love going to someone else classes and uh, personally in this moment when I really don't feel any creative energy in me that's my go-to solution Inspiration it comes from actions, it comes from practice, from doing something, but if I don't have energy to decide what to do, I might as well delegate it to someone else. And following someone else's classes, it's a great solution, especially because today there are so many options on what to do, from whom, with whom to study, in which format of work to study, live online, pre-recorded online, YouTube, or courses... Uh, 
different sessions, so much things that are available for you, so you just need to pick and do them. Next one is actually checking online live streaming classes and this is a great option if you're one of those people who keeps postponing and training for later because in this case you simply cannot do it with a live stream class so you are forced to show up and otherwise you will simply miss it here i would say that there are actually two kinds of students types of students for someone, it really works to have pre-recorded classes that you can fit in your own schedule. And that's, for instance, me. I am the person who follows this kind of training. But for some people, having specific schedule and time commitment, like, oh, I have to show up on this specific time, otherwise I miss it. I don't have option to do it anywhere at other time. It really works to actually showing up. So in terms of accountability, check it out. Maybe for you, that will be exactly a solution on how to tackle this problem. You can also consider taking individual Skype or Zoom classes. This not only brings great uh, feedback for you from the teacher who may not be reachable in your city, for instance, but you, it also makes you commit to showing up at a specific time. Again, because you know the teacher is actually waiting for you at that specific time. So it takes even more pressure, it puts even more pressure because now it's not about group and you may think like, oh, but there will be other students. So, okay, not a big deal if I miss it. But if it's a one-on-one -on -one class, then you know you have to show up because it's only you, one person at the class and the teacher also scheduled their life and their work around the commitment of showing up at this specific time. So time sensibility works for some people really nicely. At the same time, I know that um, many dancers are a little bit afraid of financial expenses related to individual sessions on a regular basis, but here are different many alternatives. And keep in mind, for instance, you don't have to do it like every day or every week even. You can do a private class via Zoom or Skype like once in two weeks, and that's it. But ask the teacher to give you some kind of homework a movement, a combination to work on, or something else in whichever format, because this way you will get additional motivation to practice on your own between those private classes, since you will know that, oh, your teacher will check it during next class. So there are some expectations from teacher's side that, oh, you will be working and you need to show some progress. And of course, there will be some additional accountability pressure but in a good way on you because you know oh you will need to show something and since this is a class that you're also paying money for so you also want to get the most out of it and to see results in your dance plus there is a person who will be checking and you know you will be checked on this it really pushes to actually in between those zoom classes let's say stood up, show up for yourself and practice on your own to be ready for the next Zoom class or Skype class. Another alternative, it's actually creating your own accountability group. I bet there are other dancers in your city who would like to boost their dance training as well as you and to connect to like-minded people. So you can put together a group of 
can be three, four, five dancers, doesn't need to be any huge, just small group dedicated to enhancing their training and you can arrange weekly or bi-weekly dance meetings. It can be in person or it can be via Skype or online in whichever format. It doesn't even need to be people in your own city. It's just a group of people with whom you feel that you are practicing together and you have certain commitments as a group. So again, uh, maybe you can come up with a little like game, like each meeting you rotate a person who will facilitate those meetings and uh, who will prepare sort of plan of what exactly your group is working on. And it's not about even becoming a teacher for the group. It's just about thinking and coming up with some activities. It can be drilling a specific combo or going through one online class together or discussion topic of some book or let's say you all found online choreography from that teacher and you learn it on your own and then you practice together or share your videos together. Again, be creative. There can be a lot of things uh, possible, but it's a way to organize your own training, especially if you don't have access maybe to a specific regular teacher, but together with a group of friends whom you can find even online. Again, they don't even have to be in your own city. You can continue your dance journey and get their perspectives of what they're interested or what they found through their journey, uh, which teachers, choreographies, uh, topics, uh, information of sor uh, sources of information, and enrich your own dance worldview with their perspectives too. And at the same time, boost accountability about your dance training and dance progress, in this case, together as a group. And the final little tip which I want to give, uh, since we are talking about boosting accountability, and uh, as a side effect, or maybe the reason of boosting accountability, the key of boosting accountability, the motivation to practice, is start attending dance events. And they don't need to be huge international trips or festivals. You can literally start with exploring nearby events in your city or in your country, or it can be even online. But seeing the work of other dancers and connecting to the community will inspire you to keep developing your own dance skills. Also, enroll in open stage performances and competitions. Both can be uh, physical, whatever is happening that you can physically attend, or online. Knowing that you need to prepare a performance will boost your commitment to your dance practice a lot because you'll want to showcase your dancing in the best possible way. And that's very often the key that we don't have when we are struggling with accountability. Because if you have a goal, there is no question to show up for your training or not to show up for your training. You have a goal that inspires you and which is pressing. Uh, so you have some time pressure that, oh, it has to be by that time, that day. Which That's why performances or submission of performance videos for some online event is a great motivation and great boost for your accountability to practice and to progress. And the best, of course, scenario is to combine in all of them and also coming up with your own because we are all different. For all of us, different scenarios, different things will work. So finding your own, like literally asking what can help me to actually boost accountability because very often it's not lack of 
joy or love to dance, but very often lack of understanding of our personality and how we perceive training process. And untangling it, opening, discovering, analyzing can really push and boost your training, your dance level, and consistency in your dance practice. Especially we are talking about self-discipline, that we need to show up, we need to work on our own. When we don't have some system to enroll into, but we need to create that supporting uh, accountability and motivation system for ourselves around ourselves. So those were a couple of accountability tricks, specifically accountability tricks. Uh, I hope you enjoyed them. I hope uh, you got some new ideas for yourself. Uh, let me know what you think and if it changed anything in your dance approach and dance training. I'm always happy to hear from you. And uh, on this note, wish you good luck with your shimmies and I will see you or hear you and you will hear me very soon with more podcast episodes. That's it for today, guys. But before you go away, don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends. And if you post it on social media, please tag me and our guest because we love seeing who is listening to the podcast. Thanks for being with us and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place.